Hello, hello. I am so excited. Happy New Year. And for the sake of being evergreen, thank you. And I hope you're having a great day. And thanks so much for joining us. Give us a moment. We're going to get started. This is another episode of the Overcomers Club podcast. The amazing thing about this podcast, this podcast was birthed here on the Wisdom app. And just to give you some context, we are in season two, episode one, here 2022. And I'm just so thrilled that we're able to bring to you live this episode here on Wisdom. For those who don't know, the Uppercomers Club is a podcast that is about how me and my mom, yes, it's a mother-daughter duo podcast like you've never heard before, how me and my mom have been able to overcome through the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimonies. And we simply share the different stories that we have experienced in life and all the myriad of things that that we want that we have been able to overcome. We have amazing, crazy, unbelievable stories. And we are so excited. We just want to make sure that you feel welcomed here and let you know that this is a safe space because our podcast is always about giving a voice to the voiceless, letting those who you share your stories as we continue to share our stories as well. I'm sitting here waiting on my mom. She's on her way. And I know that things are a little bit, a little bit different here in 2022, but it's, let me tell you right now, I'm excited. So I just want to go ahead and give you a little background on how the store, like the, the show's format is going to be. It's basically going to be me, my mom. We're going to get started. We're just going to go through, um, give you some tips on how to overcome life's clutter. And this is something that I feel like is very much um, an issue. (laughs) As we see, you know, we're in the beginning of the new year. A lot of you are, have resolutions. You've made, you resolved in yourself that I'm going to do something different this year. And I welcome I want to welcome to the stage my mom, Kathy R. Pierce. Thank you so much. Good evening, Kamaya. How are you tonight? I'm doing awesome. I'm so glad that you could join us. Um, I'm giving us an opportunity to share it out to our network to let people know, like, hey, we are live. It's, It's exciting. And I want people to just be aware that this year can definitely be a new year for you. Yes, indeed. 2022, here we are. I know, right? It's, <laughs> it's interesting because, I mean, it's interesting because we can go ahead. I think I can speak for myself. 2021 was a heck of a year. Like, <laughs> Ooh, yes, ma'am. Oh, my gosh. Yes, ma'am. It I'm, was. It, I mean, it, it was just like one of those years that, Anybody that prophesied that it was going to be a great year and amazing things were going to happen off the top, man, I'm sorry. We're going to have to check. We're going to have to, <laughs> going to, have to check your source because it's right, a roller coaster year. Like that, this past year was one that I think was one of, if not the most challenging year of my life. And I'm just literally, um, I'm just so in such a state of gratefulness and how we've been able to 
I'm just, I don't even know how to. No, no. You were here with us, and both of us had this look on our face when that clock hit 12 a.m. 1-1-22. We were both like, thank God we crossed over to to the next year. (laughs) So so, Mm -hmm. um, here we are. And, And the beauty of this is even with 2021 being as difficult as it was, one thing it definitely uh, brought is that we started the podcast together. So, you know, right. we look at, okay, what was the best takeaways from 2021? Um, for me personally, it was having an opportunity for um, me and your stepdad, Garrison Peters, to celebrate the grand opening of our school in April, um, which was such a paradox because... His mother passed April 23rd, and we had already planned this great celebration. Um, and then for April 29th, and then she passes, you know, six days prior to. So it was one of those things that you keep going and you have your celebration. And we did it in honor of her because she was looking forward to being there, but it was difficult. And from there, <laughs> It just zoomed down here for me. Um, so, um, 2021 was definitely um, a difficult year, but again, yet and still, God bless us to take that pain and that difficulty. Um, mm-hmm. And you and I did a lot of talking and sharing and praying together. And then we sat down and said, you know, Maybe somebody else is having just as hard of a year as we are. Maybe we should just talk about this on a podcast. <laughs> Maybe right. we should talk about it with other people. And then also looking back at the years prior to 2021 is I know what kept us going because we could look back, right, and say, okay, mm-hmm. God brought us through 2016, 2017, 2018, oh 2019. You know, he brought us through all the other difficult years prior to that. And that's what kept me going in 2021 when I was just at my wit's end. Um, I kept going back to God is the same yesterday, today, forevermore. He's faithful. He's got us. So with all that being said and done, I'm so thankful, Maya, that God helped us to take all of those things and out of that was burst this time that we spent together with those that are listening. We are so thankful that you're here and just know that it is as much um, a blessing for my and I to talk together during this time as it is mm-hmm. you to join us and hear us talk about it. It's really literally just like having a conversation um, and you just get to listen in. So that is probably uh one of the best takeaways I can say from 2021 is what we're doing right now. Yeah, I, I, I feel the exact same way. And it, it's because, like, guys, we have to be real. Like, this is what this show is all about. We're being real. We're, it, it's, it's really about unmasking the everyday things we go in life. Like, stop, um, you know, let's stop acting as if that everything is okay and it's okay right. but and making it normal for us to talk about when it's not okay that's and right that's lot, exactly there right there were so many things that happened last year that were just not okay 
that were really hard to deal with that it's like, okay, um, you know, where do we go from here? I, and just a quick testimony, I'll tell you right now, I'm so blessed because I know the last year was the year that the devil wanted to kill me. That was yep. the year, I just keep yes. thinking about it, that was supposed to be my last year on earth if the devil had his way. And it was one of those situations where I'm like, man, I was at a crossroads and so many things that we're going to be talking about. A lot of those topics, like we're going to be just unwrapping a lot of what 2021 was as we're moving into the new year. But it's so important that when you're moving into this year, (laughs) we got to declutter. We right, that's exactly that. right. Which I was about to say, my which fits perfectly into overcoming life's clutter because yep. that's really what it's about is looking yep. at your life because such as your life is, so is what tends to be around you. Um, exactly. You know, and so sometimes the thing about we look at things unexpectedly. So his mother passed six days prior to this great event we has planned for that event since the beginning of 2021 we we had the thought of at the end of 2020 had a very good end of the year 2020 had you know six students to graduate from the school so we were on this really you know this high and we get into 2021 and we're planning and um then you know the curveball started coming and so we kept pushing forward and his mother was such a uh, a pivotal part of that, you know, the support, and she been able to sit down, you know, tell him how proud she was of him, and it was just, you know, looking so great. And so life throws you those curveballs that you cannot control. Um, mm-hmm. His his mother had surgery about a week before she passed, and the blessing of that is God led us to spend the week with her. Um, we went. And, and she really was just going to go, you know, God, I'm just going to go to the hospital. And I'm like, no, no, you're not just going to the hospital. So, right. you know, we went and uh, took her to the hospital, you know, made sure she was good. And then we went back home with her. And and this is, you know, the things you always think about not knowing, you know, <laughs> that was going to be her last week. Uh, but we spent the, the week with her. And uh, I think about it so often is she and I had... Uh, does very sweet moments as my mom-in-law and you know she and I had our own special time uh you know Garrison and her were able to have their time and you know and she was looking forward to trying to uh live life better she was looking forward to you know enjoying life she had spent so much of her life working so so hard and she was actually uh, trying to declutter her life at that point. She was like, you know, I'm going to let some of this stuff go. I'm going to, you know, start start worrying about all this stuff and I'm going to start enjoying life. And so it was just such a, a a pain that I really, it was so hard and it's still even hard to explain because I, I actually was the one who found her um, that morning when we, we got up a Friday morning and uh, went past the room and she was on the floor. And so my head just started spinning. I was like, this cannot be happening. But it was, and it did. And so we knew, okay, we cannot control the fact that 
she's gone from us. And that's what this is about is you can only take the curveballs of life and by the grace of God, use them to try to propel you to try to simplify the things in life. I mean, for me, that has been the lifeline. Like the more people that I lose that are close to me, the more it reminds me of what really matters. And it really is a, a way to help me declutter, you know, because when that person's gone, all you all you have are the memories. So all this stuff, you know, all these things don't really matter. They don't really matter, <laughs> you know, the whole totality of life. So you really begin to look at life so much more differently. And for me, it's been a lot about um, getting rid of a lot of stuff, you know, just so much stuff. It's just get rid of stuff and and really try to live life simpler, um, hold on to things that really matter, which are not the priority is not gathering up all this stuff and these things. Right. And, you know, it's, it's <laughs> that's not the measure of life. And so much of the clutter physically around us has to do with things, physical things, you know, that we just have, Absolutely. you know, and just been holding on to. And it's amazing how better, and I'm speaking for me, how better um, I begin to feel when I started, and this is before my sweet mama-in-law passed last year, when I started to just throw things away, things I had for years and years and years, and like, why do I still have <laughs> this box of papers when I taught school back in, you know, 2005? Why do I have this? Yep. <laughs> and so, you know, you're like, oh, well, one day I might use that. Oh, one day. Um, and finally you just say, okay. <laughs> It's time to let some things go um, because if it's keeping you more tied to the past than it is propelling you to the future, that's a pretty good sign that it's time to let some things go. Yeah, I totally, I 100% totally agree. Um, I did want to go ahead and thank those that are listening. Um, that are listening, I see a lot of familiar faces. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Robert and Bella, just so many of you great people. I really appreciate all of you. Hey, hey to Sister Toya. And uh, <laughs> we just want to thank y'all for listening because we're trying to give you some practical steps um, from, from a lot of different perspectives and angles that can help you really go through this decluttering process. Because what she said is 100% um, what I went through in terms of it was like a moment where it just came down to like, why do I have so much stuff? I just have so much stuff and we're and, and we gonna get deep because we're not talking about just physical. Some of it is just it's spiritual and emotional too. Just baggage, yes. like so yes, much it is. baggage. And my turning point in 2021, when I had, when I started decluttering was right um, when my husband moved out and we, we got a divorce. When he left, something shifted. Like, I remember um, that was such a pivotal um, moment in my life. My husband walked straight out. And it was like I had been just going, waking up every morning and just trying to get through the routine, just get through the day, just get through the day. Yes. Um, and the funny thing is, 
the I moved, so I moved in my apartment and in twenty eighteen, got married that same year, got divorced twenty twenty one, and we had never left that apartment. But the amount of things we accumulated between them a lot of us and it was a smaller apartment, it was it just was a lot. We were running out of space, but I, I had got so used to it that I didn't even know. Like, it, it was more of like, hey, let me just hold on to this. A lot of what we dealt with, we were stricken with a lot of poverty, um, a lot of um, suffering, a lot of issues in our marriage, among other things that we'll talk about in different episodes later on. But all that, all that created, and if anyone understands, like, when you grow up with, like, this feeling of lack, you just hold on to stuff. Because yes. you in your mind, you don't want to be without. Right. And that's so right. When he left, what was interesting, like I had already been through the process of, of decluttering my spirit. I went through deliverance. I had over fifty demons cast out of me. Um, that's a whole episode, but <laughs> I had fifty demons yes. cast out of me. I went through um fasting, praying. My emotions started becoming like straightening out. My mental started. It's like I was gaining my mind back. And I was just like, you know what? It was about the second week after he moved out. I decided, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to have a good time. So I'm here in the huge city of Houston. Go there and go out for a night on the town or whatever. And I was just like, I gotta go home. Just something kicked in me. Like, I gotta go home. And from that moment, I stepped in. I went on a cleaning spree that literally lasted eight hours. It didn't even feel like eight hours. It yes. was just like, oh, so much of his stuff. He left so many of his things there. But understand that there are indeed spirits attached to different items. Yes, and, they're definitely. And I was, I didn't want. <laughs> To be quite frank, I didn't want anything that reminded me of him or anybody else that I had to escape from in that time in my life. Because it was a, I had to get away from a group of people at that time. It literally went on for eight hours. It didn't even seem like eight hours. And it, it, it started in my closet. And I was just like, man, I can't get in my closet. Like, you know, I was like, I got all this stuff in my closet. Let me just throw it away. Then once I went through, cleaned out my closet boxed up all my clothes I moved to the living room there was a I had not cleaned the back of my behind my couch is like this little this little nook where we just had a bunch of storage and I cleaned all of that out went through clean and, and by the end of it I looked up I said oh my goodness like <laughs> I had thrown away I mean imagine <laughs> Uh, tiny, I'm not a huge woman, so five foot five, I'm over here throwing away big old <laughs> dragging huge uh, garbage bags at one and two o'clock in the morning to the dumpster. Just everything. I felt like I was one of the furniture stores. Everything's gotta go. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about, and I was finding all type of stuff. I'm talking about old wedding invitations. Old just old stuff like just I didn't even know how I had it old books bills um yes. clothes and it just sparked something but when I was all said and done 
I felt this like I could breathe better. Like I literally felt yeah. like I had yeah. unloaded. Like I, I felt so much better, which indeed just just confirmed to me there was a lot attached to those things. But it just was like, wow, this is I can do it. And this was just the start of me going into multiple um you know, multiple sessions of doing the same thing. My mom would tell you I had a bad habit of holding on to old shoes. I'm talking about shoes. <laughs> I'm I'm 20. I'm almost 27, y'all, and I had shoes since I was high school. Still in my closet. And she she was. I had her on face time. And like, we did we did an like, in, a shoe we did a shoe intervention. Everyone a shoe intervention. <laughs> so she called me and she said, "Mom, do I keep?" these shoes i said maya it's okay baby to buy you some new shoes <laughs> it's <Y'all>, okay <laughs> i was so ashamed because when i really look back at them they were all terrible all bad conditions all of that but again it's that feeling of like lack where well yeah that's what i was about to say it really no shame is needed maya because um i've been there i was and and you know this as as you know well as i do um i i was in that same place and we talk about so often how our lives are so parallel but um you know being married to your father and what all that entailed um you you are often just in survival mode so you yes. don't really a lot of times you know put get your head above water you're just a little bit above water and you're just you know trotting along day by day in survival mode so there's not a lot of deep digging that you're able to do because you're not functioning at that level you're functioning in survival get through the day you know try not to have any arguments try not to have any incidences that I have to worry about, you know, getting verbally attacked. And and so the ideal of going any deeper, you don't have the energy, um, yeah. nor do you have the freedom, you know, at least for me. Um, you know, when we were in, in that home and, it was, you know, of course, us and you and your two sisters, everything was so, you know, controlled and, and so strict. And I, I felt like I was constantly even being choked creatively. You know, I couldn't even, yeah, for sure. you know, it's like, oh, if I wanted to, you know, if I wanted to paint a wall, it was something said about that. If I wanted to decorate a corner, you know, there was something said about everything. And so I learned mm-hmm. to just, I just kind of shut down. I just kind of shut down and, and just said, okay, you know, for the sake of peace, I'm just going to go day by day by day. And so you you end up with a lot of we end up with a lot of clutter and and you know he was one that you know liked to go and buy things and so we just had stuff everywhere everywhere <laughs> was something yeah. you know some artifacts some statues you know and <laughs> yeah a lot of like a, a flea market an antique shop in there. yeah I mean literally yes literally we had our own <laughs> yeah we had our own flea market in in our, our own way. And and I, I know the feeling that you're speaking of when you get a little bit of release from some of the constraints that you felt like you were under in a particular relationship. Now, unfortunately for me, um, or unfortunately for the situation, um, he passed in 2016. And after he passed, I was unfortunate the way that it happened. 
is what I'm yeah. trying to say. Yeah. It's unfortunate, you know, that it had to happen by him passing away. Um, so it wasn't as if I, you know, just started jumping over the moon after he passed, but right. it did. It did slowly allow me to start finding my way back to me and then I started to be able to unclutter and declutter like you said first my life um yes and so that came about with trying to move forward and also get rid of what I didn't need to get rid of for the past. And really when we talk about decluttering uh, your life, that's what all of us are really doing because you have the things of the past that some of those things actually may be good. Not everything, you know, right. from the past is a bad thing. Um, and then you, and then of course life keeps going. And that's the whole thing about, you know, decluttering and overcoming life's clutters. Life doesn't stop. And so, okay, Life is going to stop and then we're going to let you get it together and then we're going to keep going. No, life keeps on going. So you you have to figure out how to keep going on with life and then declutter all at the same time. And what I what I learned and what God um, (laughs) what God blessed me with, because for me, um, the breakdown on on where my life was totally falling apart which was evident of my surroundings was when your grandmother passed in 2019 my mother so it it it, the house was um it it looked like it was turning into a shrine of things that i had lost you know because because okay so your grandfather, your grandfather, my father passed in 2013. You know, you know, I had papers mm-hmm. and stuff from him. You know, different things that he had given me. So I had that in the house. Then your father passed in 2016, and then all his stuff is this stuff I'm trying to get rid of and figuring out what's what. You know, that's in the house. Then your then your grandmother, my mother passed in 2019. So then I have to go over to what was both of their home, and now I have to start getting the stuff out of their mutual home to hold on to and then I wanted some things of course that belonged to her so now all that's in the house you know and so so then 2020 comes and um Garrison's stepfather actually passed August of 2020 and so um there were some things that Garrison's mother gave him that he that he would want to have so we had that in the house you know so it was just all these different people's things you know what i mean it was just right. like okay <laughs> and so at one mm-hmm. point um especially after your grandmother died i just i just i i know at some point in that i probably had my own little mini breakdown because everywhere i looked it was a representation of someone that had passed on it's like this is too much <laughs> this is too much this is too much no too for much. real um, and so that's we're gonna you know we're gonna as we talk about tonight i'm going to share how i was able to come (laughs) out of that um clutter that was not only physically but was definitely mental and emotional um how i was able to work through that yeah and i'm definitely gonna like share uh spiritually because you have to think of it like this like when you read the bible i want to just give this analogy 
a lot of times spiritually when you read the Bible and it's talking about houses, it's really talking about a person. Talking about you. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. And so that's why it says when a when a demon is cast out of a man, he leaves and then he go, and then he tries to find a way. Like he's searching for where he can go and then he decides to go back to his home, the demon that got cast out. So spirit <laughs> is a place like your body is a place for demons to dwell. It's their home. And so a lot of the life clutter has to start with you, the your inward work, like you. Most definitely. Like, and, most definitely and I'll does. just say, and, and the reason why, like, I just want to talk about, like, a lot of y'all might be, like, you wonder why you can't be, you're, why, why you're disorganized. You wonder why, like, you can't, like, clean properly you can't do certain things properly but you gotta you're, what you see here in the outside is literally just a reflection of what's happening to you spiritually most, so most of the time like I'm not gonna say most times all the time if you are someone that finds it hard to clean you hoard you hold on to things it's because that's how you are really spiritually. That's how you really are. You hold on, you're holding on to a lot. Um, and I'm gonna tell you like for me, it was so deep that I, that's why I said, I had just accumulated this environment, but I wasn't seeing any of these things. It was like, I was just so blinded to all the stuff because you just get used to it. But yes. when I went through the process of, forgiving um we have our last episode talking about unforgiveness go through the process of forgiving letting stuff go in your mind and your spirit of getting look getting delivered like honestly that's where a lot of it getting these demons cast out of you breaking off those things um and really fasting praying and asking so you can be free inwardly your eyes will start to see the mess in front of you, like in the in the here in the natural world, and it's and it's so true because that's what happened with me. Like, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, when when all that happened, I looked up. I said, "Oh my goodness, how did I end up with all this stuff? I'm one person." Mama tell you, like like I'm <laughs> one person, but what happened? And that's why I understand kind of the minimalist mindset of people that like to have a very minimal, like right. they only have a certain amount of clothing and stuff. It's to way right. to keep, keep hold, like keep a, a track, keep a like, like lid on being, having a cluttered life. But I think, you know, there's balance anywhere, but a lot of reason why y'all find it hard to throw away stuff is because it's a trauma based connection to these things most definitely and that's what it was for me most like, definitely it's a mm-hmm. trauma-based thing like that's what i was saying when when i was hungry i'm gonna give you a prime example of something that god um delivered me from and mom and i'm gonna tell you me watching my mom go through the transformation that she did she's helping me because there's things that i'm still dealing with but i'm way i've overcome so much of that um that's why i'm able to talk about it because for instance, when I was um, in my marriage and I was hungry, starving almost, like husband would eat and I wouldn't be able to eat type stuff. I started, I noticed like after after it was all said and done, I would just have these 
empty containers of food and they would just be in my pantry or my on my refrigerator and I think subconsciously it was just to make me feel like I had something when I really had nothing yes and I was and yes. when I started cleaning that's what I ended up finding half of the stuff was just like empty I was like what is this I'm like why why am I holding on to like three grains of rice like two like these little things like why am I holding on and and realize I have been operating in lack I had I just didn't have enough at the time and I praise God for how far he's brought me out of so many of those things but that's what you have to check like some of y'all it might be clothes some of you might be shoes movies it might be we might hold it doesn't always have to be physical it could literally just be whatever you over consume correct and I want to just bring this in because this I think this is a good time to bring in like when we talk about um, the idea of just like ha- having a cluttered life it's really so much deeper than just the surface like we see that's what I said sometimes we say oh well you know that's just how I am and that's what it is like no it's so much deeper than that and that's why we have to, I feel like it's so important that we constantly, in a, you're not, we practice looking in the mirror, looking deeper. And so I think that's why the Bible talks about in Hebrews 12 and um, 1, he says, therefore, we also having such a great cloud of witnesses encompassing us, encompassing us, having laid aside every weight and the sin easily entangling should therefore we be able to run our race with endurance like being able to set aside every weight and sin so i like how it's broke up in two things like there are things we carry memories um past relationships um feelings like we can't we choose to carry pick up every day and then we even like you said and sin so it's not the weight is not even necessarily and sin aren't even the same thing it's you're carrying this weight and you're carrying sin and so that's why i said throw it lay it aside so you can actually run with endurance because imagine you're running like life is describing about it's a race it's not given to the swift or to the strong but to those that endure endure mm-hmm. and Imagine, and, I, and I'm gonna tell you, like from experience, I remember being in the U.S. military. I served in a um, second 108 cab, and I went on a ruck march. It's called the um, calf run, and I'm gonna tell y'all, it was brutal. It was 12 hours of straight walking, full, fully geared up, uh, a huge rucksack filled to the top, definitely over 50 pounds. And having to carry that weight, it was considered a run, quote unquote, air quote, run. And you imagine that, but that's what you are. That's what you're doing spiritually. But you're trying to run your whole life. See, the good thing about that, I didn't, I could get to the end of the race. Like the race was over and I can just throw it to the side. Like, no, this is how some of us have been living our lives. Like we wake up every day with it on and we don't ever take it off and that way that's why God Jesus is always like asking us to unload 
the things that we're dealing with inwardly so he can take the weight off. That's why he says, my yoke is easy yes. and my burden is light. Yes, because, that's exactly what came to me, Maya. Yes, yes. You know, he's, that's what yes. it is because when I started, yeah. like if y'all go back and listen to the um, Overcoming Anxiety, that's what my journey started for decluttering my life is because what happened I, the only thing that stopped my panic attacks, I'm talking my panic attacks would put me in the hospital, was that I would do a, I would literally close my eyes and meditate and imagine Jesus holding a box and I just put all my worries in there. And that's what ended up breaking me free. I haven't had a panic attack since the last time I was in the hospital. That was, that was in 2020. Praise God. So all 2021, yes, I didn't God. have one and I said I wasn't going to have one. But it just goes to show you, that's what some of y'all need to do with these memories you have of people, um, these feelings. Y'all need to just give them away to Christ. Yes. And that's the first, yeah. I feel like that's some of the yes. best, like the first step I can give to overcoming your life is really taking a self-evaluation. Like, look at all, all the stuff you have in you. Like, right. That's do right. Do a deep dive. Like, mm-hmm. some things are going to, you know, it's almost, it's just like cleaning. You know, you'll start cleaning one area. You realize, wait a minute, I got a whole bunch more stuff in here than I thought. And it might take you a little longer, but it's not right. about being fast. It's about being thorough. Right. That's right. That's, I'm so glad uh, that you said that, Mine. I love the way that you expressed that because that is exactly the point of view I was going to come from is number one, just like you said, it starts with knowing because both in life, as far as if you're looking at your life and you're not happy about where your life is, you can feel defeated. And then on top of that, if you're in an environment that you feel as if you can't get it together, you know, if you look around, it's like, I can't (laughs) get this house organized. Can't get this stuff, you know, then that's a that's another place um, that you may feel defeated. And so at the end of the day, we know that the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. And so if he can keep yeah. us feeling defeated with our spiritual walk, with our ability to keep it together, then he we can stay in this cycle where you never feel like you can get where you're trying to go or you can never, quote unquote, get organized. And so the first thing, as Maya said, is exactly right, because the thing about it, the beauty of it, that God is always pointing us to the cross. And that is why he sent his son and his son, Jesus, has said to us, come unto me, me. That's Christ saying that come unto me, all that are burdened and heavy laden. And so there goes that weight. You're carrying that weight. It's heavy on you. And he gives us rest. He gives us rest. So so the first part, exactly right, is giving it going, as Maya said, and to you know, recognizing there's a box there with, with all of our names on it. And Jesus is saying, Okay, all of this stuff, whether it's which is all connected, and that's the thing that we always talk about on our podcast, is it's always connected. The spiritual the psychological, the mental, the emotional, the physical, it's all connected. And so we many times look at the physical and we judging mm-hmm. by the physical. But as we have said, it's so much more going on inwardly than what's going on outwardly. But you take exactly. all that, you take all that, and you're like, it's just a reflection, but you take all that. Um, and, you know, the litmus test that we talk about too is 
when you think about your life and you just, you know, do the self-evaluation, are you at a place of peace? You know, because this is not talking just about, yes. you know, we're not talking about this aesthetically, you know, because some people you may go in their home and they have a lot of things, but they love their things and they're at peace, you know, and they, mm-hmm. they're happy with it, exactly. you know, so they're fine. You know, it may not be your, you know, your style or your, or your, your particular way um, that you might decorate, but this is about where you are not at peace when that's the litmus test for okay is my life cluttered well when you reflect on your surroundings do they bring you peace when you look at where your life is does it cause right it's not about looking at somebody else's stuff because they may be at peace with their stuff you know they may have you know you know some people have different styles and so they may have you know statues and dolls and stuff everywhere i wouldn't have any dolls but some people love dolls you know so that's a whole different (laughs) thing right but that's a whole different thing but so that's the thing we're talking about tonight is you know overcoming life's clutter is about self-reflection it's about self-evaluation and so i know for me and my can attest to that the difference between me years ago and now is literally night and day literally night and day and so whole different person whole different person and i mean because because, yes praise god for deliverance because it's when my when my life felt cluttered um my mind felt cluttered my emotions felt cluttered everything around me felt cluttered but i was wading through you know poking my head every now and then and so where do you start with that well as as we said you start with as as much as you're able to um you know give what you give it to god and so i say that because i thought i had given all to god then you know and i gave him what i was able to give him at that time um and i really believe because i was in such a difficult situation i just wasn't able to literally see some of the things because i was so deep in it i wasn't able to see how bad it was and so mm-hmm. um i you start small that's my best advice i yep. can say that's what maya said about you know it's not about necessarily trying to do it fast so you start with the inward evaluation of where is my life i'm at peace with my life i'm at peace with where I'm, you know where I, i'm going and of course we know okay we're at what what's the day the 14th of january um yep. So, so this is about, you know, you're midway in the first month of the year. And this is, this can often be when some people start to feel defeated if they start out, you know, January 1st and come out the gate running and had all these, you know, resolutions and goals and two weeks in, you're like, I haven't done any of this stuff on my list. <laughs> I haven't done none of it. <laughs> right. you know, I was going to organize my cabinet. I was going to organize my kitchen. I haven't done any of this stuff. Um, it's okay. And that's, that's the thing that God has helped me with is this, this part of allowing grace to walk with you through this. Grace is right yep. there with you. Grace. Give yourself grace. And so I had Look. to start, you know, I had to start small when I'm talking about decluttering my particular life's journey because for me it has literally felt like walking through the valley of the shadow of death. When you have that many Ooh. deaths you know, in your radar over a six year span. I mean, it's literally a fight to, to see life. And that is what it's a fight. I mean, it was like I literally felt like the enemy was pulling me to my own early grave because everywhere I looked, you know, somebody was dying. It was like, OK, <laughs> this is too much, you know, funerals and funeral plans. And, you know, and, and it was just I had to constantly 
try to seek life. And so part of that was getting rid of some of those things that reflected the death of people. Because um, like Maya said, there's spirits attached to so many of those different things. And at the end of the day, if it wasn't bringing me peace, I had to start letting it go. So let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go, mm -hmm. let it go. So you start small. So for me, um, it started with, literally started with the drawer. And I remember uh, one night I was going through a drawer. I was at home at, by myself at the time and I opened this drawer. It was my nightstand by the bed. There was all these pictures, all these pictures and these cards. And I said, okay, I'm done. I'm done with this. And um, and so I was almost like you said, my, you know, started with one thing. Um, and then it kind of went from the drawer to just a closet. Something about those closets. And, I'm telling um, you. <laughs> those closets because you know you close them and you put pack stuff away um and so uh yeah i start bagging up stuff and i remember uh by the time garrison came home i was like i need this to go away now now he was like what <laughs> tell you, that's what happened it's like i need this triggered Yes, like, I'm like, you get triggered, Please. but it's more like a trigger is pulled to get it out. Like, yes, I just like, it yes, yes, it was like, you know, not tomorrow, not next week. I was like, can you mm -hmm. please mm -hmm. get rid of this now? Tonight, he was like, okay, you know, all right. And so, um, but it's, it's, it's something empowering about that, even if it's one or two things, because that you have control over. You know, I, I couldn't control the fact that the people had passed, but I could control what I did with what belonged to them. You know, what I right. chose to keep and what I didn't choose to keep. And for me, again, it was about what triggered me. If it triggered me in a way that brought back a negative memory, that had to go. There's no reason to right. traumatize myself and trigger myself over and over and over again. For what reason? Those are the type of things that the enemy uses to try to keep us stuck in a place in our lives that brought us so much pain. It's like, no, get let it go. Ooh, let it go. Do not traumatize yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and feel like, well, I can't get rid of it. Yes, you can get rid of it. And you give yourself <laughs> permission to get rid of it. You know, and there may be some things, you know, that are family heirlooms or whatever the case may be. And, you know, people, you know, in the family say, well, you know, you need to keep, keep that. Or, But if it does not bring peace to you, the person is gone. And Come on. Let's be real. Let it go. Let's be, you know, it, I mean, the Throw stuff's not mad, right? Because whatever they're, wherever they're going to spend eternity has already been decided. And those things that left, left behind have nothing to do with that. So it, does, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. And so I, I just started to really um, use that and give myself permission. I gave myself permission to freedom because we get sometimes caught up in, you know, I don't know if I should get rid of this. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Why look, 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 look at how, look, that, that interpersonal dialogue is so, that's perfect. That's exactly how it is. If you feel like, man, you know, in your heart, the fact you, you thinking about throwing away, it's not this time. You just yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, I, my, I went to the same experience with my shoes. Like, what do you think about shoes? Like, just chunk it. And that's why, that's it, why we did that interview. Yeah, because, but, right. But right. she said something so, so powerful. Hey, Lisa, thanks so much for joining. That's a, that's a wisdom legend. Lisa DeMoss in the building. But um, I have to give a shout out to the uh, the real McCoy, Miss Shamika McCoy. She's she's listening in, and we just want to do a shout out to Shamika. Hey, Miss Shamika. Hey, y'all. I appreciate every single last one of you that's listening to us. We really appreciate this.
but no, it's the, it's facts. Like, like I've, I've been like, and I'm gonna tell y'all this too. I'm a, so this is my journey. Like 2021, my whole life got decluttered. Literally, my whole life. It went from I uh, I need to get rid of like these demons, these bad yeah. thoughts, these bad things, like these cluttered. Because I used to be so scatterbrained. Mine used to be so cluttered. I could not literally uh execute on one thing my mind was so entangled and that's how the that's how the devil works it was so ensnared i couldn't do anything i was so unproductive um and then as things started to to get better it went from so okay i'm decluttering my mind my entertainment my social circle because i'm gonna tell you right now uh, God even got me on the on the path of like I had to declutter people like I had to get Rick, I had too many of the wrong people in my life like yes. went to a, went to a church and and look God bless them much love to them it was so much bad doctrine so much bad um, counsel that God God was like man you got to put this aside to come come with me come over here just come over here yes you yes. have to declutter environment yes and you, I just want to give you yes. give a testimony of what happened by the end of 2021 I I had already so I decluttered from this that and the other and got rid of look decluttered got rid of got rid of my job I hated <laughs> and it got down to the one thing that really I just didn't like was just where I live. And I'm proud to say God helped me declutter from my where I was. That apartment I had lived in for three years, including my entire marriage from beginning to end. And I'm I'm happy to be a new a renter of a whole new apartment. Way bigger. I mean, it was, and that's how 2021 ended for me. I was able to move into something bigger and better. And my mom was so instrumental in doing that. But I I really think it's because God saw that I was ready to be able to handle more because I had done all the work to declutter everywhere else in my life. Like, yes, my mom right. was there. She'll tell you, it was some things I didn't even know was still there. Needed to just go. Yes. Needed yes, to I, go. And I, it was I, so liberating. My mom was there the whole time. It was so yes. liberating. And it's it was it was such a blessing. Um and it it I knew and that's that's why we do this and that's why we share with all of you because I knew where you were at, Maya, because I had already been there. And so I had been through you know, getting rid of and throwing it away and, and understanding the power and not taking, not taking all of that old stuff to a new place because it's yep. like you're dragging all those bad spirits. It's, oh, I got this new place. And so, again, you start with you because you take you with you where you go. So if you skip over doing the inward work, it's not going to do any good to move to another place physically if you have not done the inward work emotionally because <laughs> you're still going to take all that trauma with you. That I know for sure because I know, um, and I say that because after your father passed, I was trying to move ASAP, but um, mm-hmm. the, the scripture the scripture comes to mind about how God has not given us the spirit of fear, 
but a power love and there is that sound mind well I was yes. so here beginning of that was the fear because that was what was controlling me and yep. I was having the nightmares of your father still being living and he was dead. I was having the nightmares of him trying to break in the house, although he was dead. I was dreaming that he was in the house. I was dreaming that he was trying to uh, come back and, and kill me and harm me. So the very first thing that had to happen is I did have to get delivered. And I remember God telling me, I need you to know who I am in this house before I move you out of it. You need Ooh, to get- That's real. You don't need to move because you're going to take all that trauma and all of that pain with you somewhere else. So you need to stay here exactly. first and exactly. you need to be able to win the battle here and That's right. so that you don't take that anywhere else. And that that is in so many facets of my life. That was so I didn't take it anywhere else to another physical location. I didn't take it anywhere else to another relationship. I didn't right, take it right. anywhere else into any of the opportunities that God now has opened doors for me. I could not have moved any way in my life, physically, emotionally, or any other, if I had not stayed there. And trust me, initially, I was doing everything I could not to. And God had to say, look, you need to stop and just lay before me and and give it to me and fight and win the battle here, and so I did. And I had to uh, I had to fast and I had to pray and I had to get victory over over my dreams. Um, I remember so Come vividly. I, that's it started. I remember so yep. vividly in my dream. That's why you know um, the, the the spirits of the things from the enemy are just as real as you and I are talking. The, the Boy, come on spirits are real the real and i i Ooh. not even prepared now i am as they i would they call a pk uh, you know grew up in church preacher's kid and new scriptures you know grew up with that knowledge but i was not prepared for the attack that hit me after your father died was not who are you selling look me there so we, I mean, we're talking about people. We're talking about man. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm talking about being sleep and whelps come on my body and me not even understanding that I'm being attacked by a spirit in my sleep, and I didn't even understand what that was for. And it was going on for two or three months, and I literally thought, man, it must be this detergent. <laughs> <laughs> but you <laughs> know what? It was so crazy. <laughs> like Lord, together, we're destroyed for a lack of knowledge because I was literally thinking wow. I was having a reaction, and it took God to say, "Baby, you got, <laughs> you got to do some, some passing and praying. You got some serious warfare going on with you." And okay. it was started fasting, and God started to really show me. And the reason why um, I, I finally started to get it is because the same dream kept happening same exact oh yeah, oh, yeah. so the oh, dream yeah. was always he would come back to life he would try to hurt me and in the dream i'm scared of him every single time in the dream and i did not get victory in my life over that until i literally was able to fast and pray and win the battle in the dream come on and so That's i literally real. last time that i had that dream and that 
way and to that extremity was when finally in the dream, uh, I told him, you know, you're not alive, go away. And I stood up to him in the dream. And then God began to show me that that was all of that subconscious fear that I had carried of him for all those years that I had to win it even in my dream so that I could articulate it and release it when I was awake. Okay. And, and so, so it, it's real. That stuff is real. And, and so I began to understand how to take the power back, how to take my authority in Christ, Come how on, to or what the victory and the freedom that God had given me. God began to say, listen, I have given you the keys of the kingdom. I mean, he kept telling me, you've given, I've given you the keys. You've had these keys the whole time, but you kept giving the keys away. You kept giving keys away to people that didn't need to have any keys to your life. I was giving them keys to the door physically and giving keys to my life. He said, you don't need to give your keys away. The keys are for you. <laughs> you keep your own keys and, and you only go through the doors that I opened for you, that's how you know I've opened them because th those keys will fit in those doors. <laughs> and, mm. and so when I stopped giving my keys away, spiritually and physically, um, I began to see the things start to change. And it's about knowing who we are in God. It's about, there's, it's about taking our authority um, and understanding that, that Jesus bore all of that. He said, no, I bore sin, I bore sickness, I, I bore and won the victory of death, hell, and the grave. So come on. All, come all on. Of, with you know, someone that has passed, terrorizing you was nothing but the devil himself. And and God was like, I said my ever that. You don't need to be terrorized by no spear from somebody that's already gone on. That's not of me. And you need to cast that out. And I and thank God, um thank God he literally was he and I in that house uh, and so and I'm talking about God and I and thank God he he literally showed me what I had to do to get victory so that I could have victory in my life I had to to speak authority and take back control over those things that were terrorizing me because I was literally being tormented well, and I, I want to say say this too for some perspective those of you might this may be the first time you listen to our podcast we do an introduction um, where we where we pretty much lay out the foundation of who my dad was in our lives, and he was a uh, someone that was highly traumatized as a child, and he ended up being from abused to abuser to me and my mom. Yes. And when he passed away, we both were living in that house. And I'm telling you, she's on point. Everything she said was on point because I was going to college at the time, and imagine me. I'm a I'm in my last year of college. And I'm only getting two hours of sleep because I'm dreaming the exact same things that she's dreaming. And at the time, we're living in the same house. Me and mom live in the same house, but we're not even talking about this. Mm -mm. And we were, we didn't even, how do you even talk about it? We didn't even know what it was. I, it was so normal for me. I'm talking about, I go to sleep and stuff just shaking me. Uh, I wake up, I just like I'm sleeping. And I dream straight dreams. Like God gives me, I dream straight what I see as the environment. And I also dream um, prophetically, like in symbols. And so I'm sitting here like, I didn't even understand what was happening. I was like, oh, and I'm seeing him every, same exact dreams. He's breaking into the house, torment, trying to lead me this way. And it was the craziest thing. And now I look back, I was like, man, there was so much act, demon, demonic activity going on. Um, that, and the, the crazy thing is, we 
So this is what happened. Crazy thing is, we end up splitting off. The same house, having the same experiences. We end up splitting off into our own lives, continue down that path, and now we've come full circle, understand completely what happened, being able to explain and break those things uh, down. We both have new environments. We've been free from those things, and we know how to battle and war in the spirit. And that's nobody but God. Nobody. That's from decluttering our lives. Um, I wanted to give some space. We have a guest, Mary. Thanks so much for coming. Um, We want to open a stage for anyone that wants to add a comment or um, ask a question um, during this time as well. But uh, we want to make sure that y'all get the practical steps like we're saying it starts with you you gotta start decluttering your mind declutter some of these these environments like i I challenge anyone tonight if you're struggling you feel like you just got you're overwhelmed you can't make a, a conscious thought start trying to clean something i promise you something's gonna happen it's just something like you know there's a pile of clothes you just can't somehow yes that's right my that's boxes. right you can't you know you got a closet full of stuff you and, and you're like man you everybody i'm telling you everybody got that one area that they just like yes. man, i'm not even saying that's what i even people even people <laughs> some of y'all got a too big a circle that's too big like yes. y'all like people and you know they're not really down for you they're just, yes, a, they're just a huge number of people but they're not really there i'm telling you start small like i'm telling like you maybe you throw away all them clothes and them, yes. them shoes and just really go through every area of my life it changed me and I, it freed me up so now i can start accepting the right things god has for me and um that's right yeah that's pretty much that that that's where you can start guys um mom your time's coming out um did you want to say something before we let mary come up no indeed let's bring mary up and i'll come back after mary all right great yeah this is another episode of the overcomers club this is a podcast where me and my mom we share our life experiences our stories of how we've been able to overcome through the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony i'm super uh blessed to be able to um um bring to the stage like be able to talk to these things with my mom and hopefully we're giving you the right information and we're welcome to the stage Mary Kay, thank you so much oh, for joining us. Thank um, you for having me. We're going to give you some space to just talk, and then we'll, we'll bring up the next guest as well. What do you have to say, Mary? Thanks. Wow. Uh, your mom spoke my words. Dreams. I believe in dreams. And there could be hundreds of generational dreams that come into your life. And one person needs to take action. And when that one person takes action, you need to have a resolution. And yes, I'm breathless right now. And I'm feeling the powers. And I have Christ all over me, all over my house. And uh, one time a professor said to me, I was very, very ill. I felt ill, I thought I was ill. He said, you're like Jesus Christ. And I said, no, I'm like the Virgin Mary. He said, you're wrong. You are wrong. You are like Jesus Christ. You're going to be back in three days. To me, those words were very profound. I didn't think much about it. And uh, 
the symbol of crucifixion to me is a new beginning. And I'm not a religious woman. Yes, I did go to Catholic school. I attended many forms of churches. I was I was a white woman in an all-black church. I couldn't care less. Never did in my life because I believe in the eyes of God we're all equal. That's what my mother taught me. By decluttering and getting rid of things, that's exactly what I'm trying to do right now. I did it last year. I don't know how many bags of clothes I gave away. I needed those clothes for my work. That's all I needed for. And I kept it for a long, long time. But there was no reason for me to have them anymore. So now I need to declutter even more, cleanse even more, pray even more. And I love the sound of silence. Right now I'm enjoying it. Um, by saying this, life is a journey. Life is just an incredible experience filled with wisdom that echoes back thousands of years from our ancestors, regardless where you come from. It doesn't matter. We're all sisters and brothers here. So now I'm breathing. Wow. And breathing, feeling better. So yes, we need life to be simple. We need spirituality in any shape uh -huh. or form. I, we're all, doesn't matter if you're Jewish, Christian, or Muslim, it doesn't matter. It's the same pr principles. Hey, Mary, can you hear me? Yes. Oh yeah, I, I want to just say something to a point, so I don't want I don't want us to miss on that. Is that yes. for people that might not know, um, dreams are literally just a it's giving you insight into what's happening spiritually. In the spirit world, is apparent to this world, so nothing happens here. Here, where we see, nothing happens here unless it happened in the spirit first. Yes, that's why he said we have been my mama told um, me created from the beginning like we our destinies have been set before the foundation of the world it's in the bible and it's interesting because when you think about it that means our destinies are set who we're supposed to be is set where we're supposed to go is set and and, and that's the power of christ that that's how much thought he put into what he said so i want to just give you kudos for definitely taking that time to start decluttering cleansing because that's what you have to do like it's not and, and i'm gonna tell you what it why you have to do it like you gotta do it um and it's because me and a, one of my good friends one time we had a conversation and we noticed people that had been in an environment or been somewhere it seems like for years i'm talking about decades I've and it's been... this idea of being stuck yes when you when you don't clean when you don't declutter your life you will fall into a, a a period of stagnancy like never before nothing you do it's like things just stop moving forward and some people die that way and it's really yes. but a lot of times people 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, you know, how I've seen it. Have we seen that. Like they, there's people, they have been in the same job position for 20 years. Not, they haven't advanced. They didn't go down. They just got stuck. And a lot of times it's because their life is already too full and they have to do something different. And when they're doing something different, it's getting rid of the junk. Like you gotta, you gotta make a change. You gotta, you gotta get rid of the junk. Because imagine, and, and really just think about it too, like as if you're climbing steps, right? If you're supposed to, you're already on a high step and you're carrying this hundred pound weight, don't you have to, it's going to take so much more energy to go up a level? Mm-hmm. Listen. So my that's why you become stagnant because you can't, you literally can't even go up anymore because you have reached your plateau. So you got to drop some weight to be able to go up. I, I want to tell you something. So uh, for the first time in this town, they m- built this beautiful building. It is so mm-hmm. gorgeous. And basically in order to get into this building, you need to climb steps up. Right. Unless you're president, then you go through the garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I, I know a doctor that lives in that building. Uh, the fiance and I were friends and we're all friends. We're all like a big family. So what I do is to exercise, I go up and down these stairs and I realize going up is very easy. Going mm-hmm. down, stairs takes more energy but once I'm on street level I know I can make it home this may be a metaphor yeah and there are points where my legs give out because I'm old enough to be your maybe your mother or your grandmother <laughs> no that's that's true look I know I know going up and down those steps carrying yeah. stuff is, is rough yeah so the last time I went up those steps I encountered this guy sitting there and uh, we started talking he asked me where I was from I told him I asked them um, so when I say Armenian right away they say Albanian I don't know why I kept telling him, <laughs> Armenian <laughs> so he was from Jamaica and he turned out to be a physical trainer and he said, I could train you. I said, no, sir, no. I'm going to train myself to go down these stairs. And it's boggling my mind. There's an energy to this little town um, that's when, I know, this is a long historical thing. Uh, this is where uh, General general robert e lee was defeated in new york so he marched he was ordered to march into new jersey mm. and i have located that area it may be psychic psychically or whatever and please understand my words i speak many languages i love humanity so uh and i train myself to go down those stairs, steps. I had no clue he was watching me because he was worried that I might fall down. Mm-hmm. He's much younger than me. Beautiful, handsome, gorgeous, beautiful body. It's easy for him, but it was difficult for me. 
Uh, but I was the course of the summer and the heat and the wind and the, uh, all kinds of elements come into place in this little town. You never know how the weather could change. I did it. Right now, well, I can't go out. Come on. Yeah, I did it. I did it multiple times. I love it. And yeah, no, you know what? I, and look, I just wanted to say this because we got to go to, we're going to yeah, switch out okay. for another guest. But I Thank love you. that you basically gave a beautiful metaphor of how we have to run our life race. Yeah. We have to, we can't be looking to the next person, seeing what this person's doing. Like you said, that guy's a physical trainer. Yeah. You know, it would have been easy for him, but you had to take that yeah. time for yourself to train and to and to give yourself the grace to do it at the pace that you could do it. And he allowed he, he could have persu- persuaded me. And right. he did. He didn't. He just Oh, I love it. I love watched. it. I he love was it. only watching me for my safety. Right. But you had to run your own race. And you had yes. to you had to do it at the pace that you could do it. Yes. Y'all y'all need to give Mary a follow. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. Here. Thank you, my we dear. We invite I, you to always come. We what is your you name? Always. Come. My yes, name's Kamaya. Uh, Kamaya. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm following you now. Got it. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning, my dear. I appreciate you. I, I so I'm you letting. Back. I'm letting you go. Look, I'm a. I can. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a switch because we got another guest, go uh, ahead, Sister Toya. If you want to come back up, you definitely can. Go. I see uh, Miss Shamika's here, but yeah, thank I'm... you so much, Miss Mary. Thank you, thank you so much, dear. Thank you. Have a blessed one. Let me uh, how do I? Hello, hello. Welcome to the stage, Ms. Shamika. How's it going? Hello, how are you? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm doing excellent. God is good, allowing us to be able to come together. My mom and I, my mom had been singing your praises to me, and we're glad to see that you joined us. What do you have to say about this topic? Yes, it is a blessing to be here. First of all, I wanted to say um, thanks for allowing me this moment to speak. I want to say that you and your mom, oh my God, you guys are dynamic. You guys have been (laughs) blessing me with um, the topics that you guys are talking about right now, which is so real. I love, I, I just want to take a few moments of praise before I share what I want to say. I love how you guys are just so transparent. You know, I think it's important. Um, A tagline in my name is Shamika the Real McCoy. And (laughs) McCoy means authentic, you know, to be real, to be honest. And that's something that you guys have here. And I just want to say thanks. Because honestly, I, I think that's the first step in ministry is actually being real transparent where others can relate and connect and grow. So I just want to get all that out like, Man, this show is amazing. So keep doing what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. What I wanted to share on the topic is that, man, decluttering your life, you know, and overcoming clutter is so important. I wanted to share this example. Um, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee, but in uh, last year, I moved from Los Angeles to Nashville, led by the Lord to serve here in the ministry. 
and my apartment was tiny. I'm actually gonna give real numbers and talk about how I overcame this clutter. My apartment, um, if anybody know anything about Los Angeles, the I mean, the space is small. So my apartment was probably like 385 square feet. It was small. And I had so much stuff. And I remember the Lord telling me that you're gonna move to Nashville. And I had like eight months to get ready. You know, God told me early. And people started laughing at me when I started decluttering. They're like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm donating clothes. And I didn't realize how much stuff I had. And as I was donating, I had been in Los Angeles for five years. And God said, all the stuff that you brought, I was there maybe like three years and didn't even use over half of the things that I brought. And I had to start, <laughs> I was like, God. And I was really just trying to hold on to it. And, mm -hmm. and it's just like what you're saying is that you're holding on to the memories, you know, you're you're holding on to things that you could easily let go. You could hold on from a sense of scarcity, you know, being afraid, you know, yep. is God gonna replace it, you know, if, from a sense of lack, you know, like I need to have this stuff, you know. Absolutely. It was like, you know, just stuff, you know, and literally that's what it was. And I remember going through that, I thought I was doing good with the stuff that I came with. And God was like, it's still too much. You still have too much stuff. And I was like, I was like, God, well, I shrink down from 1,100 square feet to 300. And he's like, I know, but it's just packed. You just have it, yep. you still have too much and you have a storage unit and you're still packing. And I was like, okay, God. And when honestly, for me, when I let that stuff go, for me, I wanted to say it allowed me to trust. You know, it's saying, God, I'm transferring the stuff. I'm letting it go. And I trust you to be everything I need. If Ooh, anything, I if it. I need shoes, if I need, you know what I'm saying, pots and pans, whatever I need, I trust you to provide the provision. And I just want to say, I'm a living testimony that God here in Nashville, Ooh, come on. but he, he tripled my, he doubled my space that I was in, in Los Angeles. Come on. Every single thing that I thought I needed or got rid of, I got all of that here. You know, in, in Los Angeles, you can move in places they don't, you don't get a, a you know what I'm saying, basic stuff. You don't get a, um, mm -hmm. a washer and dryer or you don't get a stove. You have to buy all these things and, and put them in your apartment. In my apartment, God blessed me with a brand new space. And I'm just, I just, I'm just a testament of that when you let go, a friend of mine say, let go and let God. So you let Amen. go of clutter, you know, letting go when you let go. And some, that's a very fearful thing. It's scary, you know, to that's, let go. But when you give God your yes, my God, Ooh. he just provides things like, and he brings in people you don't even know. Like God, I didn't even know them. They're like, I just felt led to bless you. I mean, and it's not just like, you know, he bless you with raggedy stuff. I mean, brand right. new stuff, better than what you thought. I was like, what? God, I thought I was going to get something used, but this is brand new. And I believe that reward comes from the ability to let go, to trust God. And then that's how you overcome these situations. You know, just even everything gets lighter. 
when you trust God. And I, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to let go because I get so excited. I'm going to let you go. Oh, the line where you said it. about the burdens, I recently have been studying that. And I'm actually Ooh. writing a piece called The Difference Between a Blessing Versus a Burden. And I was like, when, and, and one, and that's the line, that scripture that you just quoted, my yoke is easy and burdens are light. Come God on. has been speaking to me about that. And I was like, man, they, they on fire, Lord. And so I just <laughs> want to tell you, girl, keep going. I love your mama. She is amazing. And I'm oh looking forward to joining you guys on Fridays. And I'm setting you guys in my calendar so that the alarm goes off. So I know when you guys are coming on like 30 minutes to the show. Okay, count that. And so I just want to say you guys are doing a <laughs> phenomenal job. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh my goodness, Shamika, what a joy. Look, look, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a word is confirmed. So that is your word. God was speaking to you. I didn't even know I was going to speak that scripture. God just comes, he brings it home. And I, and I thank him for these encounters, for these divine connections. Um, you, I can already feel this this kindredness. I appreciate the love, and definitely we would love to have you. Uh, we got some exciting announcements at the end of the show, and okay. it is really going to be something that I think everybody will want to know about. Um, and we invite y'all all to stay because we want to make sure you get the information. But please, we love that you'll be here. We are also open to having guests and you can always come up and give your spiel and let the people know what's on your heart and in your spirit. And I'm so interested in your book. Like, I, I, I love this. I really love this. And it, this is what we're about here in the Overcomers Club. We, we are trying to unite and show what it is. Like, you were just explaining your situation. Like, it's, it's funny how a lot of us go through a lot of the same things, but it feels like we're going through them alone. Yeah. Like... Like, <laughs> but when we start talking, that's why me and my mom was like, we got to start talking about it. We realize so many of us have the same experiences that we end up having. To, we, we feel like we can't really talk about because we don't know how normal it is because we don't have normal. We don't normalize having these hard conversations. I'm going to just say this one tip when you say talking about it. Uh, I mean, I hate, I hate the funky devil and the spirit of fear. Come fear, on, come on. Fear paralyzes you from moving forward. That's right. And, and and that's a reason why a lot of us don't want to speak about it is because we're afraid and we're ashamed, you know, yes. of being transparent. But there is such a phenomenal liberation that occurs in our faith when we let go. When, you That's know, right. the word says that God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Amen. Amen. And to, and to you, you, I mean, when we're going through this stuff, that's why it's so important to know what the word says so we can speak you. the word over our lives when Come we're on. in these situations until the oh word becomes goodness. alive. Look, you know, look. you have to believe it. <laughs> you, you, you can't better, just speak the word. Believe. You have to believe it. When you saying it, you better y'all better follow Shamika because I know she's gonna be. I can already feel it. She's about to be a regular here on the show. I can feel it because what yes. she's saying is living by faith. Yes, and getting these scriptures like, and that's part of what we're trying to do is get together the scriptures. Like when you hear something, we drop a scripture. Like we drop Hebrews uh, chapter 12. twelve, verse one. Yeah. 
1 Corinthians 14 and 40, y'all need to take it and use them as y'all's arsenal. So when things happen, like she said, speaking that word of your situation, that's where the mm-hmm. power comes. That's the power. That's faith. That's declaration. That's moving. That stops things. Speaking until you actually believe it. Might not even seem like nothing's changing, but as long as you continue to, every time you have a have a lie of a thought, like something comes at you, like she said, you feel afraid. You feel like you're going to be ashamed, like people are going to make fun of you. Find a scripture that says no, and I promise you there's always this scripture for absolutely every situation. Right. Right, it is, it is, it is. I know we just met, but I tell people early, I love you. You guys are amazing. And just keep going, keep going. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love you too, sis, I really do. That's why I said I already feel the, the love, I felt it, and it's true. Like, we, that's what unites us. That's why we're, we are so, big about trying to build a community mm-hmm. um, of us to be all be able to feel empowered to tell our stories because see that's why he said the revelation in that in the scriptures of Revelation 12 and 11 is that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our words testimony. of our testimony yeah that's good that's good talking that's- about it sharing our testimonies that's how we're able to overcome to see like look what Shamika just went through and was able to overcome, that gives me power to say, wait a minute, I could possibly overcome too. Right, right, right. That's so good. That's that's so good. And look, how many of us are sitting on a gold mine of testimonies, not understanding what you went through wasn't for you, it was to help the next person that's undoubtedly gonna be going through the same thing. That's good. I'm telling you, I got myself through a lot of stuff by saying that. I remember, I'm gonna just use this example. I was in undergrad for eight years. I was, you know, a single mom, putting myself in school, working a full-time job and part-time. And I used to beat myself up. God, I just been in school so long. You know, I'm just taking one class a semester, you know, just been in. And I used (laughs) to beat myself up until one day God told me, you're not going to school for you. This is a testimony to other women to let them know that they can overcome in your exact same situation. They could be full-time moms and raise their kids and act yep. in their school and go to college as well. And you might have to do it at a, at a slower pace, you know, because of your 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 work-life balance mode. You have to balance Absolutely. those things sometimes. But it's so important that you keep going and you know that it, this is a testimony. And it is. Mm-hmm. It's such a testimony. So I was like, I made it. <laughs> I you made it. did. Look at you. That's what I'm talking about. Look, you made it. Ooh, I felt that. And and it's like being able to look back on the things you've been able to overcome. It just gives you more fuel to keep going. Because it's like you you know that there was a darker day in the past where you was like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna make it. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get to the next place. But God is so faithful. Like we are still here. And that's another, that's a, just a testimony of itself. That's why I started out saying, like, I know that last year, 2021, was the year mm-hmm. the devil had me marked to be dead. I wasn't supposed to be here. So much was coming against me, so much evil. And I mm-hmm. was not supposed to be here, period. I know it. God confirmed it to me. 
my mama she'll tell you and i'm gonna bring her back up in a minute my mama mm-hmm. and my best friend at the time both were dreaming and i was dreaming of my death that something was gonna happen to me that i was gonna get hurt and i felt that spirit of death on me and i had to and god taught me spiritual warfare at that pivotal moment so that i'll be able to be alive to get through all of this craziness and be here alive to talk to you today and that's that's where it is like it might seem like a dark day today but i'm telling you um my life is a testimony god changed my life so fast wow thank you so much thank you for sharing your story and thank you for sharing your testimony it's my last free nugget i want to give away before i go is that what let's give it to him I recommend when you overcome something to journal it. And I call mine the book of favor. And so when I write something down and it's overcome, I say, and I start the sentence with favor, I overcame this. Favor, I overcame this. And I have a record of when God came through for your girl and secured the bag. That's what I call it. Come on, come on. (laughs) And when I get discouraged, in my moments of like feeling like giving up, I go back to the book and I quote back to the Lord in prayer. God, you overcame when I was in school. God, you overcame when I was raising my son. God, you overcame when I went through this and when I went through this and you open that door. When I missed the deadline, you opened up the door. You overcame for this. You overcame through that bill that I thought that was gonna be late. You overcame that. You send the income for that. You overcame. And it's something about going back and reading that book with favor in front of it. And then uh, what I overcame after that just encourages my faith. It makes me leap a little bit on the inside. You know what I'm saying? It strengthens my backbone (laughs) and hold my head up a little bit higher. I'll be like, "My, my God. And so that's why it's so important to write it down so you have record of it record it voice memo i mean whatever you gotta do to document that's right that's right get the documentation down so you could go back and use it in the future in those you know little low moments and so thanks for letting me speak get your mama back on here girl i can take up my whole time because this is just so juicy this is such a good I'm sitting here like I promise God does all things well like we have so many dynamic people that come on our show this is our 10th episode season one uh we're gonna tell you a little bit about what happened in season one because this is season two episode one and you have been one of the most eloquent and articulate speakers to share your test and we really appreciate it and i'm not not no lie because what she's saying is true like god had me on the same path it was like god was like you need to start writing down your prayers and then yeah. go back and read what you prayed for and check off what i did yes yes check yes it off or record he had me recording my dreams now that's some that's a whole nother thing where I can think of, see where the warfare, how strong a warfare I was in one season with the date. Like y'all gotta, it's true because what it is, the devil gets so, when you're in warfare, he makes things happen so fast. Like you feel like nothing's ever changing, but you're winning a lot of the time. Yes. So what happens is that you get distracted and you miss out on, on celebrating those victories. And that's what he feels that joy or that moment where you really stepped on his head. You really took that that heel, whatever heel y'all like, 
Louis Vuitton, just Justin Simpson, whatever, and y'all just stepped on the devil's head. He likes to steal that moment by rising something else to to distract you with. Oh, it's yeah. another problem. And I, like, no, like she said, y'all need to start documenting what you have been going through and what you know that you come out of. Some of y'all done been healed by amazing things. Yes. Some of y'all was broke and got look got the got paid. Like she said, get to the back. Some, I mean, there's so many amazing things, and it's practicing honestly gratitude, and it's making you stronger. So yes. now you have a resume of your relationship with Christ and how He's helped you overcome. And yes. Ooh, girl, I, I I love you. I appreciate you. I really appreciate. She gave y'all some real gems. That's a real good gem. That's something that you have to do. Document your experience. It actually yes. is very therapeutic. It is. It is. It is. It is. Let me bring my mama back up. Bring mama back up. Thanks for letting me speak. (laughs) (laughs) I know she ready to say something. She gonna say a lot to both you and Miss Mary Kay. So let me bring her back up. We want to thank you so much, Shamika. And anyone else that wants to ask questions too. God bless you. God bless you, love. As I bring my mama back up, um, that's why I said we want to appreciate y'all for staying. We have some amazing, amazing things in store for you for this 2022 year. Um, and what's going to happen here in the Overcomers Club podcast. Mom, you there? I am here. <laughs> what you got to say about the last speaker? Ooh, I, I am just smiling from ear to ear. If y'all could just see my face, my, my smile is so big. <laughs> I uh, want to first say thank you, Mary, for uh, coming on. And I loved, I was just listening, I loved uh, what she shared, what I said about the steps and about basically, you know, walking your own walk and doing it your own way. And I and I love the wisdom in that. Um, appreciate you, Mary. And we welcome you back every Friday to, to join us and, and, and jump in there and, and speak again because that was so beautiful. And now you know, Maya, why I told you about Miss Jamaica. Um, that's Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the I don't need to even say anything else. Um, been knowing her for years and have always loved her spirit. And, and that's just why this is just so much fun. It's just really fun for me it to, is. Uh, you know, just to be able to give God the glory. And so before I forget, uh, she and I both quoted the same scripture about God not giving us the spirit of fear, but of Come power, on. love, and a sound mind. So we want to make sure everyone knows that is Second Timothy 1 and 7. Second oh, Timothy yeah, 1 and 7. Yes, you don't have a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And when you realize how much you're loved, that's where your mind starts to be able to function. And be able yep. to think in sequential order, be able to organize your thoughts, and and so praise God. Uh, I thank Him because my testimony is that I now have a sound mind. Where Amen. at one time I couldn't find anything. I had papers everywhere, Ooh. bills everywhere, stuff everywhere. Everybody's stuff was all in with my stuff. It was just too much stuff. And so <laughs> I thank God that He showed me and. Uh, I wanted to give uh, because we love always giving the practical, the spiritual and the practical. So there are like three tips I wanted to I wanted to share out as takeaways. And right now we're talking about your physical space. So you have begun to 
look at your life from a spiritual aspect and you giving your burdens to Christ and you're starting to feel the weight come off of you inwardly and now you're looking around maybe at your home and your apartment and you're saying okay what can I do you know you got this energy going say so what can I do right now to to confirm this yeah, what can I do on. so Ms. Shamika already said that you have your journal right there and so the one thing you can do is again you start small Um, and I'm say this again because it is something about that feeling of accomplishment that you feel when you set out a goal and you accomplish it. But this is the yes. thing. So let me give you some tips so that we can start seeing some victories in the physical sense. Come on. So the first tip I want to give about how to get your physical space, you're organizing your life. Um, tip number one is to embrace your natural inclination. And what I mean by that is, um, just as Shamika said a moment ago about being able to record what God has done for you. For some of you, it might be writing it down. For some of you, it may be a voice recorder. Um, and so it don't worry about, as, as uh, Miss Mary would say, don't worry about what the other person is doing. Kind of do what works for you. So in other words, yeah. uh, you know, sometimes we go online, we look at these lists and someone says, you know, okay, I'm going to start working about five. And I'm gonna start, you know, doing my exercise at 5 a.m. Or I'm gonna uh, stop watching Real all these talk. movies. But but that may not be your personality, right? You know, mm -hmm. you may um, you may be just like you are, my. You know, you may be a night owl. You may get inspiration. Tell you know, she's a night owl, people. But that's okay if that works for you. That works for you. And so it's really about how to get balance, how to fit in, you know, what works for you. So when you're organizing your life. Uh, the good first thing is to offer habits that fit with your natural inclinations. You know, be realistic. You know, you know kind of things what you like and embrace uh, what you can conceivably commit to do for the long haul. So that's number one. Um, consistency over perfection. That's number two. I love so, that. And the thing about that is because I know for me, one of the most frustrating times that God had to break me from is see what I was doing when I was in such a horrible situation in my personal life is I kept trying to seek for perfection everywhere else. I was trying to nice. somehow, you know, make the one plus the one minus the three equal five. You know, I was trying to say, well, it's so <laughs> terrible, you know, it's so terrible over here. Maybe if I can really show out on this side, I can make myself feel better about my personal life being in such a gutter. But that didn't work because the more I tried to be perfect, the more mistakes I made. And, and it's not when we, it's not about reaching perfection in ourselves because we're not called to be perfect in ourselves. We're called to seek Christ and he becomes our perfection. So, you know, this all or nothing attitude that I used to have, either I do it right or I don't do it at all. Well, that's mm -hmm. unrealistic. And then you throw in the towel and you're back doing nothing. So, you know, set small goals submit small small goals and in 2020 this is what worked for me because uh, you hear a lot about you know how do you set your priorities because everybody every single one of us has so many things pulling us throughout the day um as far as the social media and phone calls and the emails and all yes. there's always something and so i'm going to just share my personal my personal foundational way to get balance is how God um, began to speak to me. And this was 2020 and it was the early part of 2020. And he said, okay, um, 
I'm going to give you the formula for party. I said, okay, God, all right. And so um, married my high school sweetheart in February of 2020. And he said, okay, this is how this works. Your number one priority is me because we already know God said that we seek him first in the kingdom of God and all these things should be added unto us. So God is our number one priority no matter what is going on. You make him first in your life. That's number one. Then he Amen. said number two, because um, he that finds a wife finds a good thing and because him that he has joined together, let no man put asunder. And as you're now walking in being a wife in a marriage that you can be fully who you're meant to be in, um, he's your priority before anybody else is your husband. So after you, you keep me first, is your husband next? And then after your husband goes your immediate family. This is just how God gave it to me. You, you keep your family. So it's you, your sisters, you know, our, when his mother was living, when our parents were, you know, parents were living, it was all of that, making sure that I'm always accessible to you. I'm always accessible to your sisters because nothing's more important than making sure that you all are okay. You know, um, I'm never too busy to get a phone call from, you know, or to get a phone call from our children, not, you know, scheduling people out of your lives um, that matter. So he said, it's family. And then after family, uh, I love what he gave me about church because church is not the building. Church is the people. We're having churches Amen. right now. Jamaica, you're my sister. Yes, Mary, you you're my sister. We're all sisters and brothers in Christ for those of us who have accepted Christ. That's the church. We are the church. That's right. And so he said, you begin to make sure that your ministry, this is what we're doing right now. You are the church and you do what you can to connect. That's why we started this, to build a community of people who love God the way that we love God and can join together. And this is encouraging all of us. We share our testimonies, you share your testimonies. Um, and so he began to say, because you as the church, you then have your your ministry. And the thing that he said to me was, it doesn't matter what your title, quote unquote, says in every walk of life, that is our ministry. It doesn't matter what job yep. you're working at. It doesn't matter what business you have. It doesn't matter if you're, what your title says. But in everything that we do, we're called to represent Christ. That's the Great Commission. Amen. And it's not to be done. You know, it's not to be done on a Sunday morning in, in the church, quote, church house. And then we go about our daily lives throughout the week. He said, no, I'm supposed to be in every facet of your life. And so, therefore, no matter what you are assigned to on Monday through Friday, um, that is still supposed to be a way for you to reach people for me. That is ministry. That's who we're, that's what we are. You can't separate your faith from your daily walk. So, I mean, you should, no, you shouldn't because, and that's been so much of the problem and why we have so much dualism and why, unfortunately, because I grew up in the environment, why, unfortunately, so many people don't want to go to a brick and mortar church because there's so much hypocrisy and lack of transparency in this. Mm -hmm. See, you on Sunday doing this. Oh, another episode. I see you on Sunday talking this and walking this, but I see you on Monday and Thursday doing something else. And and that is not what God is about at all because he said, you know, man is on the outward appearance. We spend too much time worrying about what it looks like, but God is at the heart. And so therefore, um, when you're looking at, okay, where do I start? You start with the priorities of your life. You start with because... 
again, having walked through the valley, valley of the shadow of death, people are the priority, not the things, not the stuff. None of that's gonna, none of that's gonna go with them, and none of that's gonna go with us. You know, Christ comes, we're not taking no stuff with us. So, so, um, you know, for me, it's about people. It's about, you Amen. know, I'm gonna take care. I'm gonna love God. I'm gonna love my husband. I'm gonna love my family. I'm gonna love my citizen brother in Christ, and I'm gonna be about his, my father's business, and and bringing more people to know who he is and how much he loves them. So you set your priorities. And so what happens? How does that look? In my day-to-day, I can tell you how. So I don't matter what's going on in my day-to-day. I, I'm at. I'm getting an email. I'm getting a phone call. Let me see who it's coming from. You know, if if my husband is uh, needs me, he comes first. Simple as that. Um, I'm out. I'm out and about. He calls. I'm answering that call because he's first. Besides God, uh, you call. Uh, I don't care who else I'm talking to. Uh, it's, you know, as as far as if it's not something that I have to take care of right away, then I'm answering your call. I'm getting back with you. I'm, I'm getting back with your mm-hmm. sisters because it's about keeping the main thing, the main thing. And so it's, it's you know, husband, it's family. And again, that's how God is getting to me. So when I plan out my day, for me, it's I'm going to pray before I even roll out of bed. And, and, and again, this so important you know and and then you know i love the holy spirit because it's not and this is the thing i want to say and god has been dealing with me you know sometimes when we get quote-unquote organized we over plan the organization and we stress ourselves (laughs) out no you know you know you're so stressed out about the organization till you can't get organized i gotta do this i gotta do that i say no be led by me like Chamika talked about about you know hey I, I'm going to supply your needs give it up and watch me be God so God doesn't want us to plan him out of the organizational plan because where can he show That's you hilarious. if we you know we plan out everything and God's like uh hello <laughs> I'm nowhere in your plan it, it's, it's so it's <laughs> you like know? you said to that point about we it's not about that professionalism professionalism no. it's about it's about consistency so like for me relationships like right i ain't got everything completely organized and perfect but i'm consistent at making sure that i am decluttered like i consistently so even if it's by step like what you make uh i don't know sunday your day to declutter try to just show up for yourself and say i'm gonna give myself an hour a week like that's so many hours a week Give yourself an hour a week to just do a whole decluttering session. Put your music on. Right. And just start unpacking. <laughs> take this stuff. Look at okay. And see if you do if you do away. a drawer. If you do a drawer. And the reason why I say that, because see the goal is to feel a sense of accomplishment. So if you sit there and say okay, because this is what I used to do. And, and guys, so that's why your mind is so, so scattered. Is I start in the living room and I'm gonna clean out the drawer in the living room. It's oh, oh, this needs to go in the bathroom. Then I've been in the bathroom. I start pulling that stuff out. Then I end up in the kitchen. And so at the end of that, I've actually <laughs> just opened up how decluttered my house is, and nothing is now put away because now yeah. I pulled out every drawer, opened up everything because I had this unrealistic goal of I'm gonna do my whole house. Don't don't put yourself through that, please don't. So you start with a room. And even more specifically, a spot in a room. Spot Look, in a room. And I want to say a this drawer. real quick. 
I want to say this real quick, and then mom, we had a question from the audience for you, so I'm gonna oh, say this okay. real quick. All right. Um, to that effect, like my mom, I'm gonna tell y'all about my mom. She was so instrumental in helping me organize my new apartment. It was unreal. Her ability to be able to like organize any space, I think that's God given because, and I, and I'm super creative. I my I love to be able to like do things, but I need to be inspired. So I'm gonna tell you, she's an excellent resource um, for those of you that are like, man, I don't know what to do. Like I, for me, I'm always about trying to find the most efficient way to run my home. So I have like my own mailbox system and all this. I mean, she organized, helped me organize stuff. Like even my my extensive tea collection, uh, <laughs> which I got a lot of tea, but uh, in more than one way. But <laughs> she really did. And so it's like she said, start small. Give yourself one. I say just do a room. Like give yourself an hour a week. Do a room. Say, I'm just going to organize my spice cabinet. I'm just going to clean out my refrigerator. I'm just going to do And I'm telling you, it'll start over time. And maybe you might, it might, you might hit, you might get on a roll one day. Like I did. I, I went on a whole right. eight hour decluttering session and hey i didn't have to declutter for a, a couple months because it was like oh i didn't need it, it just freed up so much in my mind but um had a question of something you said earlier mom from a member of the audience and she said can you elaborate on what you mean about giving your keys away oh wow Woo. <laughs> well, i know i felt like i felt kind of glad Woo. i'm glad that she asked that and then after okay. you asked this question i wanted to go ahead and announce to the audience some upcoming things that we okay. have on moving into 2022 but i feel like that's a good way for us to really nail this concept of giving your keys she said mom said earlier in the episode she was giving her keys away to so many people right god yes. has oh. god said he gives us keys so keys means authority access you yes. like imagine you have a house yes you are, you are the um you have dominion Yes. Uh, that's a kingdom term. Yes. Giving us dominion as man. Yes. Honestly, let's think about even the earth. When he gave Adam the like dominion over the earth, he gave us the key to this realm. We are the key to the earth realm. So everything under us, uh, everything on earth, we can subdue. That's God. So there we go. We have a key to my car. I have a key to my house. So what you mean by giving your keys away? Well, let's go into that. Um, you did the perfect intro to that. And so what I mean by that is my self-confidence and the way that I saw myself was at such a low state that I did not understand the power of what I had in Christ and so my just gave that yes. perfect intro that because I accepted Christ and Christ was in my life and God was ahead of my life I automatically I automatically had inherited keys to unlock all those different areas of my life that I was so bound so I was bound by fear because I accepted Christ I literally had a key to unlock that. And the key is what Shamika said earlier, what Maya is saying and what I am now going to make sure we end with is the word of God. That's the key. Is that you Come take on. that word and you just get to speak. That's how you unlock it. If you feel locked in an area of your life, it's, it's like a prescription. So when you 
have uh, a flu or if you have an earache and you go to the pharmacist you don't get something for your eyes for your earache you get something for your ears for your earache you get a prescription for whatever it is that you're dealing with and so right. we have God has given us this word and the words are our keys to unlock whatever area of our life is locked because the enemy is about keeping us bound. I was so bound mentally in my Ooh, I was in a man. verbally abusive marriage. So for 20 years in counting, we were married 25 years. And so I heard so many negative things that deposited into my spirit over those years that by the time yeah. he passed away, I was so locked in trying to break out of those things because they had I'd heard them and I kept trying to well I don't really believe that but I heard them and I heard them so they deposited they got deposited in my in my psyche wow. and so I had to start to so I gave him I gave really him all my keys and so that's one thing that God had to help me understand that even as a woman as a wife in a marriage there's balance in a marriage you're an individual your husband is an individual you have your individuality he has his individuality you come together as one but he never meant for us to lose our identity in him in a marriage the marriage should enhance that actually but for me i didn't ha- i didn't know i had any keys by the time i got out of that i was so down and out so when i talked about giving away my keys i gave away the keys to my self worth uh I gave away the keys to understanding that I had value as a person. I gave away the keys to being able to speak. I I love being able to have this podcast because for so many years I kept everything inside. Um I was in the classic marriage of you go out and you smile and you go to church and then you go home and you're arguing like cats and dogs. I lived that life. I I've, I've been there. So I know what it looks like. And so I was I gave away the keys to be able to speak my truth. And and so yeah. that you know it's 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 being bound. I gave away um <laughs> I gave away physical keys um to people that didn't deserve them. So after uh Kamai's father died in 2016, um go a year later and I prefaced that by saying again when I said earlier I was in fear 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 and so um another person came into my life and I should have never allowed him to come into my life but I did and so he came into my life and so 2017 here I am um uh, remarrying someone and and I literally gave him keys to the house gave him keys to my vehicle uh that's on another episode but um he didn't <laughs> but he didn't deserve those keys but see i had not done the work on me yet i didn't had done my work and i still didn't know my value i still didn't know my worth and so that's why i said earlier i gave literally my keys away and i gave this individual access to my life access to the things that i had acquired um that he really did not deserve to have but i just gave him away and so um God began to deal with me about you need to reclaim. You need to reclaim because see the beautiful thing about God um and I give this analogy is if if you have an inheritance in the natural sense. If you have a, a parent and that parent 
um, passes on and leaves something for you, it is it is there for you. It may be locked away, uh, you know, in a safety deposit box. It may be, um, you know, somewhere in a safe. And the keys are somewhere. And you have been given directions, right? You've been given direction that says, okay, um, go to this place, pick up these keys, take these keys, and go unlock that safety deposit box. Or go unlock the, the keys to the safe. And if you let those keys just sit on the key holder, you're never going to get what the inheritance is as an safety deposit box because you won't take those keys and go and say, man, and you're sitting around saying, man, I wish I could really do something. You got keys. <laughs> you got inheritance sitting over there in the safety deposit box, but you have not taken the position of power to physically get the keys, go to the safety deposit box and see what's inside. And sometimes we do that because we're so fearful of what could be in the box. But God um, blesses us and adds no sorrow. And so Come on. I, I say that to say that the word literally is our safety deposit box. Everything we need Boy. is in this word. Ooh. And the keys that we need to unlock it is the faith. The faith Look. to open it and apply it. You got to take that faith. And the faith is, I'm going to take this scripture. So if you're dealing with sickness, then you go to every scripture you can find and you That's write right. it down That's and right. you print it out. But this right. is what I, and you hang them up. And so when I, when we talk about organizing your home, I can tell you literally, and I do this now and I did that, done this for years. I print out scriptures. I got scriptures now hanging up in my closet. I got scriptures everywhere I need to put them because it's about opening up the, the kingdom of heaven and accessing it with the security code. So what is the code? The word. <laughs> the word of God is code. Come on, come and and on. you don't have to feel it. And that's, you know, you don't have to, it's not an emotional journey. And I think that's what happens when we try to declutter our lives. We're trying to feel our way through. But you're not going to feel it all the time. You're not going to feel like you're winning all the time. You're not going to feel like you're going to get over this all the time. You're not going to feel like you're ever going to get your house organized all the time. He didn't say feel it. He said to do walk by faith. That's so walk by faith, not by sight. So you may be looking around saying, I don't see how I'm ever going to get this house. Don't, don't worry about what you see only in the physical sense. That's why we're telling you, get a spot that's organized so that you can see that and then you can focus on that. You say, okay, okay, I did this drawer. So if I did that drawer, I can do another drawer maybe next week. And that's Look, building that's, up your confidence. That I just wanted to say this too. Like, that's why God says in his word in Romans 10 and 17, faith coming by hearing and hearing through the word of God. Like, half y'all and hearing, and hearing. Hear, to hear that word at church like no that's why we're saying that's why the power is in your tongue to hear from yourself Declare speak it speak, speak it. it that's right and, and no, right. The devil, right let me tell you something as, as someone that does spiritual warfare um hot like i mean i'm definitely uh i won't even tell unless there's i guess a rank or whatever in the spirits whatever god has me but i'm heavy into doing and prayer the spirit world don't sit here and take you serious when all you do is pray all silent to yourself that doesn't do anything for them that's why god gave you a mouth that's why he said life and death is in the power of the tongue right make words right. y'all talk 
And if you notice it start, that's why I said declutter some of your thoughts. Some of you need to declutter your speech. Like Amen. so much of what, what we say, I'm telling y'all, I, I listen to it all the time. I hear people, they they are looking for a miracle from God, but all you hear in their mouth is, oh, I don't, I'm, I'm look, I take two steps forward, take one step back. Oh, this ain't working now. I don't see the, I don't see, I'm not seeing no change. Things just keep going. They're just going. And what are you really doing is you're cursing yourself. Yeah, because you it are, says so as you're a, speaking such against. As a, that's right. You're such speaking a man, against it. That's right. Such as a man thinketh, so is he. So if you're thinking that and then you're speaking that instead of. Speaking a whole no level. That's, and so think you, about it. Right. How many times you can speak. You can, you can, right. Right. Yep. That's